This is Terry Jones with a CSNP highlight from CXO Sync. From our library of hundreds of C-suite predictions, observations, and lessons shared, I've selected the most valuable nuggets of guidance to help you on that disruptive path toward digital transformation. I've spent the last 40 years in IT, serving as CIO at American Airlines, founding Travelocity.com, I was founding chairman at Kayak.com, and I've served on 20 boards of directors. A bank used to be a place, and money used to be physical, but no longer. Today, a bank is a brand, a transaction hub, only part of our payment mix, and isn't a place we visit very often. COVID rapidly accelerated all these trends, and bankers, and particularly bank IT, has to keep up. 71% of banking customers now use digital banking channels weekly, and 45% say COVID changed the way they interact with their bank. Getting cash, a reason to visit the bank, or at least an ATM, is way down too, with Barclays reporting 90% of eligible transactions were digital and contactless during the pandemic. Overall, cash usage dropped 57%. There is more competition for banks in this digital world. Jamie Dimon, CEO at JPMorgan Chase, calls fintech an enormous competitive threat to banks. It's time for banks to understand how their customers are changing. Recently, my daughter applied for a mortgage. The banker reviewing her financial situation asked, Who is Mr. Venmo and why are you making so many payments to him? Revealing his ignorance of the $160 billion payments giant. Banks have to understand the world is changing. Today's guest, a longtime bank IT executive, found that during COVID, customers who'd always resisted digital banking switched, and they left cash behind as well. This portends serious changes for banks, as they just aren't a place anymore. This will put stress on digital systems. It has great implications for cybersecurity as well, with 71% of bank leaders planning to increase their cybersecurity spend in 2021. Our guest today is Amy Nichols. After receiving her BS in computer science at Queen's University in Charlotte, she's had a 30-year career with Wells Fargo, moving from IT professional to senior VP and now executive VP of technology integrity. Her prediction? The ongoing trend toward digital banking has been greatly accelerated by COVID, and we're not going back. Banks must quickly adapt to this change and invest more in cybersecurity to secure this growing transaction flow. This SNP was curated from CXO Sync, delivering collaboration through thought and education. What we've seen in the last year is that our customers that we never thought would go digital have. So we had, um, you know, a subset of the population, mostly the older generation. Actually, I was just going to say. <laughs> right, um, that really preferred the brick and mortar and really um, resisted. We also had, um, there is a huge amount of population that was still doing currency. I remember doing Lotbox uh, basically in the early 2000s. And they're talking about when, you know, currency would basically go away and no one would be sending in, you know, cash or checks. And we're still having, um, we still see that, right? We still see checks, um, people not doing online banking. So in the last year, what you really saw were these customers 
who for years and years resisted changing how they, you know, their services with us, um, moving to the online and so in a different uh, demographic. So I think that is really what will um, do an expedition, I think, in technology growth in the banking industry, where we see that our customers are willing to transact with us um, in a different way than they were, you know, just a year ago. So I think it's also in the uh, we'll see checks um, potentially in currency um, quit being as um digested and consumed. And you're also going to see, again, your entire demographic base willing to interact with you in a different fashion. So I think that will accelerate um, where banking is going, um, but it also has the, the negative side and the fact that cybersecurity, the more touch points you have, the more information flowing across those channels, um, the more opportunity you have for making sure that your, that your oversight is in place. So I do think that um, it's going to enable on one end, um, basically, to, uh, financial services, but you also are going to continue to have to send your expense on the cybersecurity aspects of it and making sure that you have effective controls. And I, I know, Scott, we've had questions around cloud and, you know, a lot of those um, kind of to bring things forward um, into what what is the security with the cloud and how can we make sure that the um, our nation is comfortable um, with with the amount of data that's flowing through some of those um, some of those um, services, right? And we need our companies, uh, Amazon, Google, whatever, to be able to to meet us in the middle, to be able to also show that they can have the same type of security controls that we expect in our financial institutions. So I think there's actually been a huge shift in um, how people approach. Um, these services on top of just moving into a more digital age based on, you know, what's happened in the world in the last year. Mm. So it's been exciting, it's been exciting, but it's also a little bit, um, it's curious and interesting all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>